better up. It's Sophia Minute on Jen, Gabe, and Chewy. Brought to you by Ewald Automotive. Shop the Ewald Automotive Group's exclusive best used car selection of over 600 of your favorite cars, trucks, and SUVs. Visit any of their eight locations or shop online at ewaldauto.com. And by Century Foods. Win the ultimate baseball fan experience from Century Foods. You could throw out the first pitch, hold the finish line for the famous racing sausages, or be on the field for batting practice. Enter at your local Century Foods. Always great to get the lowdown from our friend and teammate, Sophia Minert, with the Milwaukee Brewers. Sophia, how are you doing today? Good. How are you guys? We're good. Brewers coming up just short last night, although their bullpen has been spectacular recently. To what do you contribute that unit's success during this, this stretch of the season? Yeah, I think, um, you know, they had a really tough stretch going into the All-Star break. It was 17 straight days. You know, no days off heading into the break, and as a team, they went 11 and six in that stretch, which I think it's really hard to ask much more than that. And I think the bullpen was a huge reason why. Um, and Craig kind of refers to this group as sort of the the core five that have been there, really the bulk of the season, and that's Devin Williams, Yoel Piams, Elvis Pagero, Hobie Milner, and Bryce Wilson. And I think specifically with Yoel Piams and Elvis Pagero, two players that are new to the organization. They've just taken huge steps forward. Um, they've just started in the offseason with them, the feedback that they were getting at spring training. They've worked themselves into, like, more high-leverage roles. You know, I think at the start of the season we thought Matt Bush and Peter Strzelecki were going to be the, the set-up people to, to Devin Williams. And, and really just because of kind of performance and, and roster movement, it's been Yoel and Elvis who have moved into those roles. Um, so yeah, I think they've just they've done an excellent job um, on and obviously coming out of the break, the the shutouts that they had against the Reds, Devin going three straight days with saves. Um, they've they've just done a fabulous job. Sophia, what happened to Rowdy Telez? Oh, brutal, brutal, brutal. Um, yeah, it was it was a really freak, fluky thing that you could probably not recreate it if you tried a million times. Unfortunately. Um, you know, he was on the IL, and so over the weekend in Cincinnati, he was just getting back on the field and starting to get everything going again. They were hoping to activate him maybe as soon as Sunday in Cincinnati or, or Tuesday here in Philadelphia. And he was out in the outfield just shagging fly balls during batting practice, just kind of to get some conditioning in and run around a little bit. And he went up to catch a ball, and it was either the ball or the impact against the wall or how he hit the wall, but... Uh, had a pretty nasty injury on the ring finger of, of his left hand, which is obviously his throwing hand, and pretty much like ripped the nail bed off and had mm-hmm. to have uh, over a dozen stitches and a small fracture in his finger, and it was pretty gnarly. Um, and so, yeah, he, unfortunately, he's going to have to miss a couple more weeks now. So just just one of those really terrible freak accident things. Like he didn't do anything wrong. It just just something that happened. So, yeah, that was, a, that was a huge bummer for the team. Sophia, we've been talking about swag and swagger the last couple of days on the show. Chewy said, play quarterback in the NFL, you got to have a little bit of swag. We just did a swag quarterback draft across the NFL as a show. But as you take a look at the Brewers, okay. who are the swaggiest okay. players? Who have the most swag on the Brewers? Oh, wow. Wow, okay. Hold um, on, Sophia. First, let's establish what you consider swag. 
<laughs> no, I'm being serious. Like, what are the things, what yeah. are the characteristics when okay. you think of swag that, like, come to mind? I associate it with, like, confidence, mm-hmm. right? Like, I associate it with, like, confidence. Like, there's just, like, a... Uh, there can be a degree of cockiness to that too, right? I think I think anyone with swag, there's a little bit of that. Um, hopefully not in an arrogant way, but if that works for you, you do you. Um, and then I think, so I think sometimes it can be like a style thing too, like mm-hmm. how you present yourself, mm-hmm. um, you know, image, all of that. So I think, um, man, we've got some good contenders. I think Devin is up there. I think part of that is just like, his personality and, and like the closer mentality and all of that. I think some of um, now see the Latin players would tell you that this is called like slow. Right. So I think like Willie Adamas has it. I think Freddie Peralta has it. Um, just guys that like bring, you know, presence and energy and, and, and style in there too. Um, like, you know, I, I think that for me is, is what swag looks like on the field and, you know, when you see them away from the field too. Yeah, but I would say, like, for an offensive player, it's going to be the dude who's going to have a, a sweet a bat backflip. Flip. Yeah. A backflip, <laughs> yeah. Like, that's what I think of. Like, Ken Griffey, like, I mean, it's, it's cheating, right? Like, Ken Griffey Jr., just his sweet swing and the way he would just, like, strut after he hit a home yeah, run. Like, he swag. had all of the swag in the world. But it has to go along with talent. You can't just yeah. be swag if, you, if you're swaggy, but you suck, <laughs> right. right? Immediately, yeah, you're. No, agree. Gabe, I mean, work. Gabe made the point this morning that then you're just a douche. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's what's so funny, just in the context of baseball, right? Is like I feel like for so long that was squashed, <laughs> and and you weren't supposed, right? Like you weren't supposed to bat flip, and you were supposed to respect the game, and you were supposed to, you know, all these unwritten rules, and I think everyone has sort of lightened up around that. Like, I think we've embraced, right, like, they, that, there was that um, marketing slogan a couple of years ago where it was like, let the kids play. And I think it, everyone in baseball has sort of lightened up around that where it's like, okay, yeah, bat flips are fun and this this should be fun and a little bit more flair on the field and custom cleats and, uh, and all that stuff. It's like, I think baseball, we're, we're starting to see more swag, which I think is a good thing. Well, and suck is so relative because in baseball – you suck so much. All the time. Right? Yeah. I mean, so, yeah. so, all the time. so I guess my question then is how do you maintain a level of swag, right? Because it's that confidence, it's that bravado, it's that belief that even if you're mired in a slump right now, it's going to turn around. You know what I mean? It feels almost like the conditions that we placed on swag minus talent equals douchebag might not apply to baseball because the whole goal of baseball is to remain as even as possible not change what you're doing based on how the results are. Oh, guys change what they're doing all the time, though. I'm just saying from, a swag, from a swag standpoint, from the way you carry yourself, right? Yeah. yeah. Like- I think the confidence always has to be there. Um, I think that, that just always has to be there. And, like, they're human. Obviously, that goes up and down, just like everybody else. But, yeah, I think it's, like, it can't be tied to the performance. And I think... Even when you, you, you like, you see it, you see it sometimes, you know, like we, we, we all see it when it's like, okay, if you like strike somebody out, but like maybe it wasn't a big situation and a guy fires himself up, you're kind of like, okay, maybe not the spot there, but I don't, it's like, if that's what you have to do, then that's what you have to do. So to get yourself out of the suck, you know? Sophia, so if you were to go into a BW3s and use the women's restroom and you wash your hands 
but you come to find that there's no paper towels, would you reach into the trash can and use a discarded paper towel to dry your hands? This is this is going back to Jen's incident, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yes, yeah. yes, it is. <laughs> wow, how did Sophia know about my incident? <laughs> I've been following along, guys. <laughs> okay, so um, what do you think? Again, I, I've established the parameters, following. right? You saw the parameters, Sophia. You know, it has to be that the, the toilet paper dispenser is either empty or jammed. There right. is no air dryer. There is no, uh, what do they call those things? Is it a hand dryer? Just yeah. a hand dryer? There's no hand dryer. Uh, what else? What else? See, I think the three males on the show would go to the hand shit. Just shake the them what? and the them. <laughs> It yeah. was close. It was close. Right? The shaking of the yeah. hands and then close. Miyagi. He wax saved on, it. wax off. You didn't need to point it out. He saved it. Jen decided to go into the bottom of the trash no, can. Oh, see, you keep exaggerating. I said it's right on top. I've already shaken my hands off in the sink and I've assessed the trash options, and there is an acceptable, barely used paper towel available at my disposal, Sophia. I always check toilet paper first. I, I've truthfully never done the move that you pulled off. Well, I mean, I'm not because... opposed to it. <laughs> but no, no, I mean, Sophia, <laughs> Sophia, come on, Sophia. I mean, I, I get it, Chad. I get it. I, I just I she don't used know garbage to dry her hands. <laughs> what was the point of washing your hands? She said, "I'm not opposed I to it. Think... I will take that as a win." But I will she take said that she doesn't ally. think she could I do guess... it. I don't think I could do it. There I we go. Check, like in that in that situation, I'm like you. I always check the toilet paper situation first. That's obviously not a great option because then it just ends up like disintegrating on your hand. I, in that case, would probably just go like ask for a napkin or let them know that there's no paper towels. And I don't know. That's but you know. Here's what I will say. Emergency Guarantee. You go into a bathroom now, and you think of me when you oh, stare, <laughs> when you stare at the garbage. You're like, "Oh, Jen would have used that that tissue right there to dry her hands." <laughs> the other thing I said was, and the thing these guys couldn't wrap their brains around was that my outfit, my clothing was not an option, right? Like sometimes you're willing to dry your hands oh, on your absolutely. pants or like on your jean jacket. There's something about denim that it feels like works really well to dry your hands. But I was wearing an outfit that if I had dried, it would have shown up. Like you would have seen the water stains and that to me would have been worse. No, yeah, no, that's something that's something I can 100% relate to. I mean, what if you're wearing like white jeans or you know, like a, a material, like a linen or, or a silk or something that just like doesn't work or a dress like that. Yeah, that I totally understand. She said, I'm so not opposed to it. All I know is I heard her well, say, I'm she not said, but she said she wouldn't do it. Yeah, but she's that's not a opposed win for to us. It. How do you we figure? She yeah. said, I'm not, I'm not judging you for doing it. I mean, <laughs> you should. <laughs> we are. You should. <laughs> she, Sophia, she used garbage to dry her hands. Uh, let me ask you a question. If you drop your wedding ring in the garbage can, is your wedding ring garbage? Or I is can, it something? I, I can wash that off. The te- the paper towel is temporary. It was barely used. Barely used. But if if my if if my wedding band falls into the garbage, and I I'm obviously I have to fish it out. Of course. But guess what I'm doing first? I'm washing it off. I'm not just washing it. Popping it right no, back on my finger. I'm going to wash feel it. that way. I'm just simply saying that you have this standard that everything in the garbage can is garbage. Clearly, that's not the case. Uh, no, I mean if it's temporary. So any paper plates. 
Any paper towels? Any, do, do you reach back in there and grab a fork out of there? Have you dropped a fork, a, like a metal fork in the garbage? I'm just my saying, kids if you can wash it, time? but you're not going to then use it right away. You're then going to wash it. Guess what you can't do with the paper towel? I don't know. You're not there taking it, where you're not taking it to plate, the washer and dryer and throwing it through there I to make sure it's plate. clean. I didn't use it sufficiently. I accidentally threw it away. I might go back and grab it and use it for my bagel. I might just, you know, save if, the planet. If there's something in the garbage that doesn't Long there, but then can be washed in order to save it. Sounds like yes, a lot of caveats. You do it. Sounds oh, like you're throwing a lot of caveats. You would at know, me, Gabe. given how many caveats you gave to your paper towel. <laughs> Sophia, we appreciate you hanging out with us, and I appreciate you <laughs> saying that you're not opposed to using the barely used paper towel. Have a good one. All right, have a great day, guys.